The last thing we were discussing was the difference between Rabbi Yohanan and Lakish in regards to the difference between our Mishnah and the, the Mishnah Masechet Makot. Our Mishnah said he would be Hayav Knas. Rabbi Yohanan explained that's because they didn't warn him about the Makot. In Masechet Makot, they warned him about the Makot, so he gets Makot. And Rish Lakish said that uh, over here it's Rabbi Meir who holds, you get Makot and you have to pay. Rabbi Yohanan explained it that way because he wants to say our Mishnah is like, uh, like Rabbanan. Rish Lakish didn't say that our Mishnah is like Rabbanan, rather he said it's like Rabbi Meir because he holds of the concept as follows, that if someone did an action that if they would have warned him, he would be patur from paying because he would get the bigger punishment, then even if they warned him, he wouldn't get that punishment either. And the Gemara brought where they're coming from, and with that we're starting, Lamedal Amudibet, two lines from the bottom, the last word on the on the, on the line, where it says Etive. Now, Etiveresh like she's Rabbi Yohanan. Resh like she's going to ask a question to Rabbi Yohanan. Two people are fighting, and one person by mistake hits a pregnant woman. The children in her stomach die, and the pasuk says ye ason anosh He shouldn't get punished by mita. He shouldn't get killed. Rather, he'd have to pay for the children. And Resh Lakish understood. My love doesn't it mean the meaning the pshat of the pasuk mean that him having to pay. It all depends if there was an ason mamash, meaning if the woman died or not. If the woman died, then he wouldn't have to pay anything, period. Not for her, not for the children, because they didn't warn him. And if the woman didn't die, then he would have to pay for the children. And see, that goes like me. It doesn't go like Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan said he would have to pay because anyone who uh, did something that's hayav mitah, if he did it by mistake, he would have to pay according to him. Kama says, law, it doesn't mean ason mamash. It means there shouldn't be a deen of ason. Meaning, when we don't punish the makeh, the person who hurt the woman, who killed the, the, the fetuses, if we don't punish him by death, then he has to pay. Now, some say the question went opposite. It says, my love doesn't it mean that Din Ason that he wouldn't have to pay if uh, the, the the children died? And Resh Lakish answered back, Lo, it means Ason Mamash. It means if the woman herself didn't die, then he would have to pay for the children. And Amar Avarava asked the question, Is there anyone who holds that if someone did a mistake with something that if he would do on purpose, he would be Hayav Mita? If he did it by mistake, is there anyone who says he would have to pay? He said the Pasukah is talking about a person who hits a behema, he has to pay for it, Make Adam, Yumat. And Make Adam, Make Behema are equal. Meaning, if a person killed his friend or he killed an animal, they have the same din and he would have to pay. When a person hurts his friend's behema, uh, it doesn't make a difference if he did it on purpose or not. You'd have to pay. Whether he had intent or didn't have intent, whether he was on it, well, let's say the axe was on its way down or the axe was on its way up. At the end of the day, there's no difference. The potromi mamon. There's no difference to make him patur from paying. Rather, rather, it's only to be mechayev him to pay, to obligate him to pay. Same thing. Af makiadam. You have to say the same thing with uh, when someone killed someone. Lo tahlok, but there shouldn't be a difference. Ben b'shogeg, ben b'mezid. 
whether he did it on purpose or by mistake, whether he had intent or not, whether his hand was on the way up, down. At the end of the day, there shouldn't be a difference to make him pay. You should learn to exempt him from paying. And here you have it, a case where if someone did something on purpose, he would be Hayav Mita. If he did it by mistake, we're going to make him pay. And this goes against Rav Dimi, who explained Rabbi Hanan that Hayav Mitot, if he did it Beshogeg, he'd be Hayav Mamon. Here we're saying he's Patur. And this goes against Rav Dimi, who said at the bottom of last Amud that Hayavim Mitot, if someone did Na'avira, that if he would do it on purpose, he'd be Hayav Mita. But if you did it Shogagin, it's a machlok at Rabbi Yohanan said Hayav, Eshlakish said Patur. So Rav Dimi says it's a machloket, and over here we have a braytad that says he's always Patur. Elak yata Ravina, my rather when Ravin came, he explained, Hayavemi tochagigin kule alma lopligede pturin. If someone did an avera, that if he would do on purpose, he'd be Hayav Mita. If he did it by mistake, everyone would agree that he's Patur, he doesn't have to pay. Like we just saw in the Tanada Bechiskiya, keep like, where's the Mahlokat Rabbi Hanesh Lakish? Behayavim Malkut Shogegin Vedavarahair. If someone did something that is Hayav Malkut, if you did it on purpose, you'd be Hayav Malkut, and if uh, you did it by mistake, and you'd have to pay. Rabbi Hananamar Hayav, you'd have to pay. Hayavim Mitot Itkush, Hayavim Malkuyot Lo Itkush, because the comparison that we saw in Tanada Bechiskiya is Dafka for Hayavim Mitot, but not for Hayavim Malkuyot. And therefore, Hayavim Malkuyot, you would have to pay. Patur is not to pay. Why? Because Torah, we have a clear, explicit pasuk that compares They both have the same dinim. And the Gemara asks, Where did the Torah compare them? We have for mitot and mitot says and says And that comparison makes everyone patur. Rabba Amar Atya Makeh Makeh. He brings the Hayavim Malkut, comparing them to the the Hayavim Mitot. That he learns from the Gzashavah of Makeh Makeh. And Amalei Rafapad Rabba Rafapatod Rabba He Makeh. Which Makeh are you talking about? That compares Makeh Adam to Makeh Behema. So Ilema, let's say you're bringing me the pasuk. It says Makeh Behema Yishalemena O Makeh Adam Yumat. A person hurts an animal, he has to pay. Hurts a human being, he dies. If that pasuk is talking about a person who killed someone, where there's a chiyuv mita, not makut, ella hai makay, rather different makay, makay nefesh behemai shalemena, nefesh tahat nefesh, a person who uh, kills an animal, he has to pay it, nefesh tahat nefesh, that amount, besamichle, and the next pasuk, beishki ten mum ba'amito, kashir asaken ye aselo, a person who wounds his friend, whatever he did, should happen to him. But the Gemara asks, It doesn't say uh, Makeh over there. It just says Ki Ten Mum. A person who puts a wound doesn't call him a Makeh. So how do you learn Exashava Makeh Makeh? So the Gemara explains, Anan And we're just talking about the, the concept of wounding, of hurting someone. Vichi Ten Mum is the same thing as putting a wound. The Gemara says, but this pasuk is That's talking about someone who owns his friend. That's someone who has to pay. It's not Iran. There's no makot over there. So the Gemara explains. It's an imeno anyan. Meaning, if the if the, the pasuk is not needed for its only more, then we can use it for somewhere else. 
if we don't need it for a maka wound that has a shave pruta, because of that we already learned from the pasuki naten bo naten it's something that is given it has to be worth more than shave pruta. Fine then teneo or inyan la kaash en ba shave pruta. Then take that pasuk of Kenya aselo, put it on a case where the person wounded his friend. It's not worth a shave pruta. And now you could do the whole hekesh the same way by an animal. There's no difference. You always have to pay. By a human being, you don't have to pay. If there's a hayuv mita or there's a hayuv to get makot. And once we're poter, the guy does it on purpose, we're poter, the person who doesn't do it on purpose. But the Gemara asks the obvious question. Sof, sof, lav bar tashtominu. At the end of the day, if we're talking about a wound that doesn't have a shave pruta, then the reason he's not hayav to pay has nothing to do with the hekesh. It has to do because it's not worth a shave pruta. So the Gemara explains, Lotzricha, no, we do need the hekesh. What are we talking about? While he was hitting him that wound that doesn't have a shave pruta, he also ripped his shirt. And now we're going to do that whole comparison that the same way by Behemah, you always have to pay. Same thing over here when he wounds his friend, he doesn't have to pay. And if there would be a warning, don't hit your friend, and he hit his friend, and it wasn't the word of Shaveh Pruta, that you'd be Hayav Makot, then he would be Patur from paying even on the shirt that he ripped. And then you have to also add to that list the person who hurt his friend by mistake less than a Shaveh Pruta and he ripped the shirt, he also doesn't have to pay for the shirt. So now, Rabbi Hiyaba asks Rabbi a question. Let's take a step back. Which compared Makeh Adam to Makeh Behema. By behema, you're always paying. By a human, you're always not paying. That pasuk where it says Makebehema where you brought all the comparisons from, who said that's talking about a person hitting an animal on a weekday, and nobody argues the fact that you have to pay. Maybe maybe that pasuk is talking about Shabbat. And there is a machloket in regards to that sugya, a person who wounded an animal on Shabbat. And since we're talking about Shabbat, we're obviously talking about a situation where he did it by mistake, on purpose. He has a bigger problem to worry about. Here we're talking about someone who did it by mistake. And if that pasuk is talking about Shabbat and by mistake, then you can't compare it to the sugya of a person who hits or wounds a human being that uh, whether he did it by mistake or on purpose, he, he doesn't have to pay. Maybe there's no correlation. Maybe there's no comparison. There's no connection. The command says, You can't say that's talking about Shabbat. It says a person wounds an animal, kills an animal, he has to pay for it. He hurts a human being, he dies. What are we talking about? If they didn't warn him, then why would you kill a person? He just did something by mistake. Rather, you have to say they warned him. And if it's Shabbat, it says a person who wounds an animal, he has to pay for it. How could you say you only pay for it? The person he wounded on Shabbat, and he remember, yeah, he, he did a Isur Deorite, and you have to be Hayav Mita. Elalav, what are we talking about? Behold, we're talking about regular, it's regular case of a weekday, and we're going to compare the Makebehema Shogegum Mezid, same rules, he's Hayav to pay, and the uh, same rules that the Gabe Adam Shogegum Mezid doesn't have to pay. 
Now, the Gemara goes back to what Rabbah said at the bottom of Lamedal Lamud Aleph, at the top of Lamedal Lamud Bet, that, to- that uh, the Mishnah is Rabbi uh, Meiru holds that a person who does something that is Hayav Makut and Hayav Tepei, he-, he gets both. And the reason is, is because it's a Hidush that the Torah was Mehadesh when it came to find that even though a person gets killed, he has to pay. So when it comes to fine, even though he gets that he holds you, you can get makot and you have to pay a fine, Kashabi you have a problem from his daughter. Over there it says a person who is with his daughter. He doesn't have to pay the fine because he's Hayav Mitabe Betin. And you say, Rabbah, that according to you, if it's Rabbi Meir, he holds that you have to pay and get killed. If you want to say it's like Rabbi Nehunia Ben Akana, who also holds like Rabbi Meir, that you have to pay and get Makot. And you have Kasha Hoto, then you have the problem with the Sugiava Hoto, because over there it says he's Hayav Karet and he has to pay. And he himself holds that by Hayave Kiritut, they don't have to pay. And Ikeri Bitzhak, and if you want to say our Mishnah is like Bitzhak who holds that Hayave Kiritut don't get Makot, then you have Kashia Mamzeret, you have an issue with the Mamzeret because, okay, there's no Hayuf Karetana, but everyone agrees that there's Makot, and here you have a Mishnah that says he pays. And we all know that Koloke, and Omeshalim, if a person is getting Makot, he doesn't pay. Okay, I get it. If Rabbah holds like Rabbi Yohanan who said that if someone did something that is by, on purpose it would be Hayav Makot, if he did it by mistake, he has to pay. Okay, fine. He would be able to explain that like Rabbi Yohanan. And we could say they didn't warn him and therefore he's not Hayav Makot and therefore he's not Hayav Mamon either. So that would work great because he holds they would have to pay. If Rabbi held a Keresh Lakish, that if someone who did something, that if he would do it on purpose, he'd be Hayav Makot, uh, if he did it by mistake, by Shogeg, he would be Patur from paying. He, remember, he argues on Rabbi Yohanan. How would he figure out the contradiction between the Mishnayot? You want to say over here is Rabbi Meir, what are you going to do with uh, all the Sugiyot in the, in the upcoming Mishnah? Rather, you have to say that Rabbah holds like Rabbi Yohanan, that Hayavim Malkut, if they did something on purpose, they'd be Hayavim Malkut, if they did it by mistake, they have to pay. And he would say the contradiction between the two Mishnayot, like Rabbi Yohanan, over here, the reason he has to pay the fine because they did not warn him. And in Makot, they did warn him, that's why he gets Makot. And the Gemara asks, Amalir of Matnada Abaye, the Resh Lakish de Amar Beferushi Tatora, Hayavim Malkut, Kahayavim Itot. According to Rish Lakish, he said that the Torah explicitly compared Hayavim Alkot to Hayavim Mitot. That even by mistake, they don't have to pay. So, who's the Tana who argues on Rabbi Nehonia ben Akana? Rabbi Nehonia ben Akana holds that someone who's Hayav Kare does not have to pay. So, who's the Tana that says he has to pay? So, the Gemara says, Irabi Meir. You could say it's Rabbi Meir, Irabi Yitzhak. You could say it's Rabbi Meir, and he holds that you get both, you get Malkot and you pay. Or you could hold like Rabbi Yitzhak, and there's no Malkot by Hayav Now, the next sugya, Tanur Rabbanan. 
Arayot, relatives, Ushniot la'arayot, and the second relatives, the ones that the Rabbanans that are sort to marry. En lahem lo kenas, if someone was with them by force, he does not have to pay the 50 kesef. Velopitu, and if someone seduced them, they don't have to pay either. Hamemainet, a ktanai toma was married by her brother or mother, and uh, she was Mema'en, and then she was uh, then at the age of 12, 12 and a half over there, someone was there by force, and la lo kenas, there's, she doesn't get the kanas money, velopitui, and if she was seduced, no one has to pay her, uh, because once she was considered married, she's not a betula anymore. Ailonit, a lady who cannot have children, and la lo kanas velopitui. She, uh, the person who's with her by force or someone who seduced her does not have to pay her anything because she's never in that na'ara stage. She goes from being a ktana to a bogeret at the age of 20 and everything in between the age of 12 and 20 is just a gray zone where there's nothing. If a woman got divorced because of a shemra where her husband came the next day to Betin saying, I didn't find Betulin, and la lo knas pitui. She doesn't get no knas of uh, of uh, someone who is ne'nas, and not uh, if someone seduced her, because at the end of the day, they went to Betin and they were posek, that she's not a betula. Uh, now, my arayot, my shiniot arayot. What's the arayot and what's the secondary arayot? Ilem arayot, if you want to say that the arayot are arayot mamash, and shiniot are the ones midivre sofrim, midirabanan ones, well, kevat de midiraita haziale, well then, with the Sheniyot, if from the Torah, the Chorah, they're okay to marry, then why shouldn't there be a Knas? El Arayot, you have to explain, is Hayave Mitot Betin. Relatives, that is Hayav Mitot Betin. Sheniyot is if there's Hayave Keritut. Those are the ones in Pashat Haremot, that it says uh, this Karet, but there's no fine. Aval Hayave Lavin. But if there's only higher love, like a mamzeret and etina, etc., yesh lehem knas, there is a fine. Umani, and who is this bright like? Like uh, Shimona Timnihi. It's like Shimona Timnihi who holds that the only woman who does not get a fine is a woman that you cannot have a kiddushin with. But if it's just a higher love, then they would have a knas. Now, some say, arayot hayave mitot betin vehayave kritut. Some say the arayot are those who hayave mitot betin and hayave karet. Sheniyot is hayave lavin, the ones that are only a sort of love, no karet. And mani huzarbrita, like Rabbi Shimon ben Menasiahi. It's like Rabbi Shimon ben Menasiah who holds that a person who is by force with a woman that's only a love, he doesn't have to pay a fine. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.